Hello. Hello. Oh shit, I think my audio is messed up. Sorry, give me one sec. I can hear you. Yeah, it's just not coming through my headphones, which is not, not the way that I like it. So, preferences, audio. Say something. No, go on. No, it's fine. I was just gonna eat quickly. Keep going. Oh, okay. Hello. I was gonna say say something delightful, but I I don't think I want to tell you to say something like um specific. <laughs> what are you grateful for today, Akoyi? Um co-host of the growing pains podcast this full of cereal i'm so grateful yes <laughs> <laughs> i like yeah it's my after work snack so i'm i love how it gives me just like a little bit more energy and then i'm mm -hmm. i'm back at 100 yeah nice what are you grateful and you have for uh i think i'm grateful for um friends and doing things with friends including girlfriend yeah 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 it's um it's really nice to just like do an activity with a friend right so um if i can tell you more um about what me uh eric other co-host of the growing pains podcast <laughs> Oh, well. uh, is grateful for uh -huh. I gotta slide it in well, I, I want to slide it in you can't stop me from sliding it in um, but uh, yeah I, I'm like recording this like special episode and who knows when it's going to come out it's kind of just like a special project that I'm working on um, and like in the process of doing this episode I went shopping with my friend um, Shulan or Blythe she goes by multiple names the like a like a whole thing um yeah so for that episode we went shopping together and it was it was like a blast right um and since then like we've been each other's go-to for like going and checking out new stores or going to check out like um different places have different shopping experiences um and it's great because like um she's like very friendly and she'll get talking to sales associates and you get to meet all these sorts of fun people versus like me when I shop inside of a store, I have my headphones in. I'm not really like looking to have a conversation, even if it's somebody that I think might be cool um, because I'm not good at or like practiced at talking to people. I might not, not even have a conversation with them. Right. So like, um, like the vibrance of like one of my friends, uh, like gives me like the opportunity to do things that, um, I don't usually get to do. Um, and if I could spin that a little bit into like my week or like something that I've done, um, I checked out two stores in the um, downtown Toronto-ish area mm -hmm. recently. Um, one is this new independent boutique in the fashion district. I want to shout them out. They're fantastic. A women's wear boutique called Absolutely Fabrics. Um, it's either absolutely fabrics or absolute fabrics. Um, I'll send a link to you if we could put it in the show notes. Um, 
and they're like a contemporary women's wear very like avant-garde but not spooky avant-garde like very like interesting interesting shapes interesting silhouettes interesting cuts very like fun and exciting like young fashion designers are like in this in this store um and then the two people who are um working there that day um Aaron and Weiwei were like super nice and like we just like chilled like we became friends um showed us all this stuff um and yeah yeah it's cool um Siobhan tried on like 13 um thousand dollar plus dresses what let me get yeah, on the site yeah. that's crazy yeah yeah she tried on so many expensive like outfits and dresses she had like a huge um like fitting room going on right and then like Aaron was helping her out and the whole time we're like chatting and joking and like Shilan will get in a dress that she likes and then she'll like spend like the next 10 minutes trying to get the perfect photo of herself in it because like I don't know she needs to draft you yeah who's gonna who's gonna afford the thousand dollar like the thirteen hundred dollar dress I mean lots of people that in the store yeah 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 as long as Shuan and I are in the store, there yeah. are two people who can't afford it. Oh my god! I mean, I don't know. But did you have yeah. fun? Like, oh yeah, it was so much fun. Um, and then like, of course, like you add people who work in like a really interesting space, and then you always go straight to like your um mutuals, and like of course they had mutuals with these people. And we're like, oh, you know this person. And they're like, oh, yeah, here's a fun story about this person that you know that um, you might have never heard. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And then, like, I tell them stories. And that was really cool. That was really fantastic. I've been trying to shop more in person. I think shopping online is kind of like cutting off like the community and the connection um, and like the people aspect of fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like fashion is becoming more and more of like a, gold rush like this is what i have this is my stake i got here first um that sort of thing instead of like do you mean that from like the perspective of how people are consuming or how people are designing or both what's the consuming yeah like um people are like shopping online people are like trying to undercut each other on grail people are looking for steals people are Mm -hmm. buying replicas right which isn't a new thing but like you know, um, I feel like shopping and fashion and clothing is like so much more of like a, um, I don't know, like I can't find the words because it's late, but it's like a, it's like affirming, right? You're like, okay. oh, this is why I love fashion. And even though I was in a women's swear store, and yeah. um, like I tried on one coat, is this um like torn up sort of like it was like this deconstructed coat, um didn't really fit me Shuan said I looked like the Joker Um, (laughs) that's not what I was expecting okay yeah and then I took off the coat right but I needed to try on something a thousand dollars in that store right (laughs) but yeah um you know it's like affirming and it's funny and like you get to talk to the people you get to learn more about the store you get to yeah it's like really exciting um so for for that I'm really thankful um so we hit up absolutely fabrics and then next, after that, about a month ago, um, Toronto opened up their first Kith flagship store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
like Kith is like always just been like a name floating around in like the streetwear space for me. Mm-hmm. I like I know that they like collaborated a lot and that they have like quite a decent like market share of like this um street like streetwear tastemaker sort of sphere, right? This like lifestyle brand of like Kith, right? I didn't know what I was expecting, but we walked in and it's like marble floors, wood cabinets, high ceilings, glass displays, chandeliers, security in like suits, like in black suits with black shirts mm-hmm. with like earpieces. Um, yeah, like this isn't the streetwear that I grew up with. Like this is something totally else, like different, right? Um, it kind of feels like they elevated it to the point where um, it's losing me. It's really losing me, right? I'm like, this is supposed to be streetwear, right? I don't know. Like, I I think Kith and I, what I assumed was like, you know, a build off of like the 2000 streetwear, um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it still is kind of there like the clothing but it just it, it kind of strikes me as odd and like that's the main floor the main floor or the bottom floor is like um all all these garments and they're like mostly kith but there's also like casablancas which is like it's like very like um like it's like shiny shirts for men like you're gonna go on a yacht kind of thing um and then orally which i really like but it kind of stood out as kind of odd there and then we went upstairs um, and it was like shoes, but like you could buy like Pumas and you could buy like Margiela and you could buy like Marnie and you could get like Rick Owens, Dark Shadow um, and like Jordans, like all on the same like wall section. Like you walk into a footlocker and then instead of it being like Nike, Adidas, Puma, it's like Marnie rick owens dark shadow hoka and like um jordan it, it was like really odd um like opulent like ceiling um like chandeliers um and they had like their section of like hypebeast books um like they had like uh like the history of sneakers and like they had like these like photography books and like um you know uh they had um like a yayoi kusama book which yeah, I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They got like an absurd amount of stuff. Um, and then they have kids' clothes. And then on one side of like this top floor, they have like a diner. And you walk in and it's like these two sections. It's like this ice cream milkshake bar. And then there's like this dine-in, like sit down and eat part, right? It's kind of giving Zella's vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so opulent though it feels so weird and like this is in yorkville this isn't like a really really ritzy shopping area right like this is where your versace is this is where your prada is this is where your like um diptyque is right um so like we go in there and like uh like you gotta buy me ice cream because i bought you a croissant the iconic kith ice cream yes yeah I didn't, I didn't know anything about this ice cream, right? So we go in there and we're looking at the menu, right? And every single 
menu item is made in collaboration with some famous person. Do you know about the Kith ice cream? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I was kind of like flabbergasted, right? I'm like, I don't have anything against like LeBron James, but what does he know about ice cream? But isn't that kind of reductive? I feel like sometimes we're so reductive to people. Like we, you don't know him. I like, mm. it might be too easy to I, say, what does yeah. he know? But basketball players eat a lot, first of all. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I read a food diary. Oh my God. I was like, I'm feeling full just reading this. Like <laughs> insane amount of meals, insane amount of calories to like keep that energy. So he might know a lot more than regular regular. Yeah, yeah, than I than we put on, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, there's like a Damien Hurst ice cream <laughs> and like a Karuchi Tran ice cream, um, like an Action Bronson ice cream, and I feel like that makes a lot of sense because he's like a food influencer as well. Um, but there's like a Virgil Abloh ice cream. And a Ronnie fight. Yeah. Yeah. It, it yeah, it's really absurd. To me, it sounds stands out as like absurd and kind of extra. But it kind of makes sense. Like Kith, the name mm -hmm. is supposed to be about like friends, neighbors, and relatives that you're familiar with. So it kind of makes sense why they'd have all these random collabs and just like everything. Yeah. Yeah but I'm glad you've been having lots of shopping adventures out mm. and about. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I like enjoyed the, um, like the actual process of like shopping at Kith, but I was like, uh, I had a lot of fun with the novelty. Experience. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that was my big weekend shopping experience. I actually, when you were talking, I was like, yeah, you're one of the few people I've heard who says that they enjoy shopping in person. I was like, oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. 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 It's um like back when we used to do the podcast in 2019, I think I would have like a different opinion. I think in 2019, um, not only was I working at a retail store and I had been working retail for a long time, but I could just find clothes for cheaper online. Mm -hmm. um, and I was under this idea that like, whatever I do, when I buy it, um, I'll just make it work, right? Um, and sort of my perspective shifted when um, like, I started to hear stories, like anecdotes or like, uh, like about like brands not wanting to put their clothes on essence or like um, not really take part in like the like the extreme like sales that go on with their clothes like mm -hmm. this sort of like uh, race to the bottom for prices um, yeah I, I was just like yeah like I feel like these large retailers are pulling the community out of the community right so I'm like oh okay like now that I can afford clothes a little bit better now, um, let's have these special experiences that I'm supposed to be having um, that like um, I can have with clothing on top of just like wearing it, right? 
<laughs> yeah. Wholesome, yeah. wholesome. I still hate stores, but I'll just, <laughs> like, I don't hate them. I, I think I, I only like going into stores that I like going into. Like, I could spend hours at, like, Anonymous or, like, Foosh or... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of my favorite stores that are still open because COVID did <laughs> just yeah. whoosh. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I'm just like, <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you had any good shopping experiences recently? No, I feel like shopping while black, all shopping experiences suck. <laughs> like you go into a store mm. and immediately you're like, oh, there's someone who's not talking to me, but they're extremely like close and everywhere I look, they're just there. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, yeah I'm just like shrug shoulders. I'm literally shrugging my shoulders. So mm-hmm. yeah, but my week's been super chill. I feel like last week I was really focused on trying something new. So you guys will have heard this on the last podcast episode when it comes out. But I I was like, let me cook something special in the middle of the week. That was fun. The lamb did not burn, but my onions did burn a little. I was like, (laughs) oh my God. But the lamb was good. So I was like, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's a question I wanted to ask you. This is when we were chatting with Good Information. You were talking about like where you fit in creatively in Toronto. And when you were speaking, I really wanted to ask, do you think that the creative scene there is segregated? Because you were talking Mm -hmm. a lot about how like you've been sort of around like um, Chinese Canadian creatives and mm-hmm. you know like those were sort of like the events that you were going to and I was like oh okay like this is interesting like what's your like how are you feeling about the scene yeah there? yeah yeah I think I think there's like a certain level of like segregation like um I don't know yeah yeah there is um I think like it's segregated in terms of like race and then also like in terms of like education level. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So like, I'm, even though I have, I don't, I don't have an undergraduate degree, but somehow I've snuck into like this, like academic um, creative space um, for predominantly Chinese and Chinese American, uh, like Chinese Canadian folks. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's because um, my very close friend who I live with is like an organizer for Chinatown. Um, and it just happens to attract a lot of like um, academics, artists, um, other creatives um, into that space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I have like, I, I've like spent time in like other communities as well. So like I have a friend who's a rapper here in Toronto and like I went to go to one of her listening parties uh, at her home um, and like that party was like predominantly black and I think most people were like um, from Nigeria mm-hmm. yeah so like there are these like um, uh, like cultural like um, how do I how do I explain it like these like that like uh, communities 
yeah i was gonna say like bastions or like centers like yeah but like there there's like inter like people like move between and like people aren't just like always in their community right um i don't know why that is and i'm sure like there are smarter people or not smarter people, but like there are people who like dedicate a lot of their time to like studying why it is that um, some people congregate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there is some, there is some segregation in like the Toronto creative scene. I feel like a lot of the like more successful or more about their business creatives here in Toronto, um, don't really have that mm -hmm. like they just kind of vibe with who they vibe with mm -hmm. and I think that's like a product of like taking your creative career where it takes it right like if you need to do a project with someone um, and they're not in your community but you still need to do that project you're making a connection and you're growing outwards right yeah 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 and I I, I try and like challenge um my proximity to my community, um, especially like uh, racially, even though a lot of my work has to do with like um, diaspora, mm -hmm. um, I don't always want like an Asian person in my clothes, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a lot, it's, it's a lot to think about there because like a lot of the folks that I know in these communities are like, you know, they, they like, um, like theoretically, like when we talk, like we talk about like um, racial justice um, and like how nobody's free unless we're all free and like these sorts of ideas. And then like, I'll meet folks around them and like they're mostly the same race mm -hmm. or they're mostly from the same place or they mostly have like, they come from the same background, like, mm -hmm. like financially, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, interesting, but yeah. I'm trying to be a person about my business. Yeah. Just nodding my head. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's good to know. Cause yeah, I was curious. Yeah. I I feel like um maybe the benefit to being in Toronto versus like being in a smaller city like Vancouver, right? is like, I feel like there's a bigger focus on the arts in Toronto. Um, maybe there's more money for arts here in Toronto as well, right? Mm -hmm. So I see and I meet folks who are like getting grants pretty regularly doing things like that and getting to live as a creative like full time, which is very exciting for them, right? Um, oh, I had something else to say. Yeah, yeah. And like um scenes, they're like the scenes, like uh if you're part of like a very specific scene, right? Um, in other places where you might find like one or two people who are into the same thing as you, um, like that scene is like it has depth and it has breadth in Toronto, right? So like one day I can be hanging out with like um somebody who's part of like the furry community, right? Or I could be hanging out with somebody who's in like, who's doing like music, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just like one kind of music, right? I feel like in Vancouver, when I hung around like um, some young creatives, like 
folks who were doing music, they all knew each other and would all see each other in the same spaces, right? Um, and in Toronto, there's like different spaces for different people um, down to like, um, it's not only for like um, like creative folks, like if you like a certain type of music, you can find shows for that here, right? Versus Vancouver, um, which is like my main um, point of reference. Like if there's a show going on, it's like the only other show going on that night and you're going to go and you're going to see a lot of people that you already know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you visited Toronto before? Yes. If you ever come down while I'm here, Let's go eat. <laughs> I don't know. Plane tickets to Toronto are so expensive. It's just like, what is the point? You know? Yeah. 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 There's so many cooler things you could be doing. No offense to the city. <laughs> I'm always just like. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You look like you want to say something. <laughs> Sorry, everyone who's listening, no. this episode's going to be full of so many awkward, like, pauses. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. This is just like, um, I don't know, when you're, like, comfortable with someone, you don't have to be talking all the time, which I get but is kind of awful listeners, yeah, the listeners are like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I don't know you like that? <laughs> yeah. It's been, like... <laughs> What, four years or three years? Four years since we did the last podcast, right? Wait, no. Um, no? Three. Because... 2023? I think February 2020 is when our, like, last episode of the last season came out. I see. Yeah. I was listening back to some of our old episodes, and we were, like, bouncing off walls. I told you, like, it's ping, because ping, it ping, was ping, in ping, the morning. Ping. <laughs> like you know yeah I, I literally would like wake up do like a few things have a coffee and then bam you know mm. yeah yeah it would take me so long to get downtown that like I would wake up I would like shove whatever into my mouth that I could put on whatever clothes I could and just to hop on the bus a couple times I like capped down because I was going to be late yeah yeah. But um. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like um. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You go. No, I was gonna talk about December, but I don't know what you were gonna talk about. So. Okay, I I was gonna say like for the listeners that listened like three years ago and listen now, it it must sound like we've aged like forty years. Not me. No, I think it's really <laughs> just, just me. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's really just because we're doing video. Because before when we're doing audio, we're like so focused on just like speaking. Where like now we have those like non-verbal cues. Like I feel well, we used to be crammed in a little room though. Exactly. Right? And we'd sit like beside each other, but I wasn't like looking at you like right now. You know? Oh. Uh, should, should we turn our chairs? Just yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> just the side of my face. Oh my god. Just, just mute no. our camera. I can I record the say, podcast laying down on my bed. I'm so excited for December. 
December starts mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Yes. Do you have like really positive associ- associations to December or are you really excited for November to be over? I'm really excited to watch that rom-com with Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. <laughs> yeah, that comes out in December. Okay, you guys, they put out a new trailer last week. The first trailer was a flop. It was getting dragged everywhere. But the second trailer, I was like, okay, okay, somebody came to work that day, like ready to work. It's so good. I was like watching it and I was like, okay, in January, you know that girl who hosts the chicken shop date? Yeah. Um, Amelia. Yeah, Dim, Dim. Okay, her last name's really long. Sorry if Amelia ever hears this. Um, but I was watching her interview Andrew Garfield on the red carpet, and that mm. gave me so much. Is it serotonin? Just like watching the two of them. I was like, oh my God, they need to get together. And watching <laughs> this trailer gave me, the, okay, you have to watch the interview. It's like the wildest okay. thing. Like I literally saw it and then I went on TikTok and I downloaded the clip because I was like, this is giving chemistry, like explosions everywhere. So watching the trailer for anyone but you made me feel like, oh my God, this exciting feeling. So that's what I'm really like. I'm like, December, December. <laughs> oh, I just feel like this year, the movie releases have been good, but like, we have to have some fun, you guys, before the year ends. Mm. So yeah, hopefully it's not a flop. Mm. Her name is Emilia de Moldenberg, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll watch both. I'll I'll watch the I'll watch the uh trailer and I'll watch the Emilia de Moldenberg X Andrew Garfield red carpet moment. Yes. I'm I'm literally like she invited him to her birthday and he didn't go. And I was like screaming. I was like, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Oh, but yeah. Do that? Um, yeah. Have you watched? So, have you watched? Um, is it Flowers of a Killer Moon? Yeah. No, I haven't watched it. I'm watching it this Wednesday. Okay. I'm exciting. excited to watch it. Yeah, very exciting. I realized that I haven't watched a lot of Scorsese films and I don't know why I'm getting hyped up now. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm just itching for some great cinema, right? Me... And um, a lot of people hype it, like hype him up as a director. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm expecting some good cinema. Hopefully I don't burn myself on that. I've heard nothing bad about the film. I'm like, have I ever watched a Martin Scorsese movie? Maybe accidentally. I've seen The Goodfellas. I'm like going to Google his whole filmography. I don't know. I think I've watched something accidentally, but he looks him and his daughter on TikTok. That's so cute. I was like, yeah. she's making me a Martin Scorsese stan, even though I don't know about his films. I just see him on the street and be like, hi. <laughs> A 
Let's see. He did the Wolf of Wall Street. That that ruined a couple of dudes' personalities. Um, he did. Uh, you you know how there's sometimes there's those films that like um in like indicate to men who who have a hard time coming up with their own personality what their personality should be like. No. Okay, yeah, it's a thing, right? Like, guys will watch, like, um, Wolf of Wall Street, and they're like, oh, this is me. Like, I should become like this. Or, like, American Psycho or no. Drive. No. Yeah, I haven't watched any of those films. This, is just, this is just internet. Okay. Soaking I, into my brain. I don't know any of those types yeah. of people. Okay. Um, I'm going to be in... Vancouver in December. Okay. Do you want to do an in-person episode? It we'd have to talk logistics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Maybe we could do a non-in-person episode where I'm like sitting outside of your house <laughs> and you're inside your house and I'm just hot spotting myself. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> you're like, Okoye, can I can I use your washroom? And then you open up the door a bit and you're like, no. And you close the door. <laughs> or I knock on the door and you have a little door chain. I can just see your eyes. <laughs> oh my god. I already checked to see if we could rent out the same space that we used to, um, but it looks like they're still under maintenance, unfortunately. Let's see. Yeah. We'll talk about this later. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a little call. Okay. After we chatted about Tanache, um, oh. I was like, Songs for You, Slander, is not allowed because, first of all, it has the best breakup song ever on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What what's the song? It's no better. When you were like, you didn't feel like her pen was hot on Songs for You. And I was like, have you listened to No Better? It's I think it's almost it's an almost seven minute epic. And oh. if whenever any of my friends are like going through a head time, if I like make them like a little, you know, breakup sad playlist. I put no better on it because it's like one of the few positive like breakup songs. So mm. yeah, I just want to take this time to say how could you slander songs for you? <laughs> okay. I'll give uh I'll give no better a listen. Okay. I'll add it to the list. Did you buy it's that added jacket? To the list. No, I didn't. They didn't okay. have a sale. <sighs> <laughs> I'm still yeah it's either that or I have to get like or there's like Lemaire slippers that I want not slippers but they're like piped loafers yeah it's kind of um frustrating to have your money be tied up in like a side business or a side project that you're doing um but like be addicted to buying clothing <laughs> <laughs> or like addicted to consuming clothing like I have like 
I don't know if you've seen on my TikTok. I have like three TikToks where I complain about my roommate that I love. Um, I'm like, just I don't looking love the TikToks. I love my roommate. Um, yeah. You have to give him have a you cut. Seen those? No. My TikTok okay, is just yeah, full like, of like positive vibes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like it was very bitchy of me. Um, but yeah. And then I have one. I have one TikTok where it's like one of those like image slides. Yeah. Right? And it's like 10 garments that I just can't get out of my head. And they all cost like 500 plus dollars. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, if I buy all of these things, I am like a much poorer man. I am a much poorer man. But then you'll be happy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. I don't know. Here's a question that I can ask when we have um, two minutes and 40 seconds left on a recording. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's when you be ask nosy. yourself if you're happy, if you ask yourself um, if you're happy, what answer do you give yourself? <laughs> the truth. What do you mean what answer? <laughs> the truth? Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, I don't know, if you were to ask yourself right now, like, are you happy? What would you say? Well, my my cereal got soggy because I wasn't really sure, like, when to eat and when to, like, when I was going to talk. So I'm, like, mostly happy, but kind of like, oh, I have to eat the soggy cereal. Mm. Yeah. You don't if you don't have you don't have to if you don't want to. Food waste is bad. There's a lot of food waste that happens while people mm -hmm. are starving. So I always finish your food and don't serve it if you're not going to eat it. Yeah. When I was younger, I would be I would be like given these like huge plates. I wouldn't serve I wouldn't like my parents would serve me these gigantic plates. Mm. And um I would be told to like finish it all. Right. And like my grandma was there. She was serving me like huge plates, like regularly. Um, and I just like ate and ate and ate. Like I had like this ravenous hunger by the time I like entered adulthood. And then I realized like I don't need to be eating all this food all this time. So mm -hmm. I I, I kind of like uh promised myself that if I accidentally um served myself too much, that I didn't have to finish it all. Uh I didn't serve myself too much. I just couldn't time. Yeah, I was like, I need You're to, okay, perfect. usually I don't eat until we finish recording, but then I was like, I need mm -hmm. to get my energy up, you know, so that I'm not just like, yeah, sleepy, but yeah, yeah, do you have an answer? Oh, oh, actually, no, I'm not gonna ask. No, I already asked myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm super happy. Okay. Yeah, I'm chilling. Okay. Is that a podcast? That is a podcast. But let's talk about logistics. In-person logistics. <laughs> like Afterwards? No, like text me. You could FaceTime. But okay. um, better to do it earlier than later. Okay. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow morning. Co-hosts.